Welcome to the Lion's Nest Podcast. I'm Peggy, and I'm just a mom making it through motherhood one step at a time. Some days our kids are amazingly beautiful, and some days they kind of suck. But I want you to know you're not alone. I'm going through it too. So please join me. Because to be honest, I have no idea what I'm doing. Hi. Welcome back to the Lion's Nest Podcast. I'm your host, Peggy. As stated in my intro, all of that information. But I like to remind you, just in case you were busy, you know, your toddler could have been screaming, you could have been scrolling Instagram or doing the dishes or folding laundry or in the car, whatever you're doing right now, welcome. This is your first episode. I'm so happy you're here. If you are returning, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Please tell all your friends. <laughs> so... We just got done yesterday for me in my recording time of Sawyer's birthday. I think I talked about it last episode that it was on its way. What happened? You know, I, I've always been kind of like an emotional person. Things make me cry. Like I watch a movie if someone cries, I'm crying. If there's like anything remotely sad or like heart-wrenching, like my eyes tear up like automatically. And, like, pretty much everything makes me tear up. And that was, like, even before I had a baby. You know, like, some people always say, at least that I ran into, that they were, like, they're, like, oh, yeah, I never cried at things before. And then they have a child and they they cry more now and stuff. Um, Mine just, like, enhanced more. (laughs) Like, everything's always made me cry. Like, I was cleaning out a closet the other day and I, like, found this old note from my dad when I was in high school and... I'm also very sentimental, so I keep, like, random stuff like that. But I found this note, and he just was, like, saying, like, oh, I'm so proud of you. I, I must have been doing some sort of sport. And so, yeah, he just wrote me a little a little note that said he was proud of me, and I literally, like, was about to cry. <laughs> um, but anyways, and so, you know, I, I'm never emotional about my own age, like, I turned 30, I'm going to be turning 30 this year, and, like, I can't wait. Like, it just feels like I'm finally settling into, like, the right age group, I think. Like, I think my dad said to me the other day, he was like, so you're, aren't you going to miss your 20s? And I was like, not really. Like, it was fun. Like, I had the most fun. I thoroughly enjoyed my 20s for sure, especially my early 20s. Um, and I had so much fun. But I've just always felt like an old soul. So therefore, like, turning 30 does not bother me because I'm not longing to be like, I can't believe I'm not 20 anymore. Like, I don't care. It's fine. You know, so that stuff doesn't make me emotional. But then when it came to, like, the night before Sawyer's birthday, so we were, like, putting her to bed. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, you're three. Like, you're going – you're going to wake up and you're going to be three years old. How is that possible? Like – It just, like, that made me emotional, like, because I feel thankful for my child, like, as much as the days, some days are hard, like, as I've said before, being a parent is not easy. We make it, we get through it, we end up doing a really good job, but it's not, like, 
it's every day is different. You never know what's going to happen. What worked yesterday doesn't work today. You know, but it's like I look at her and I'm like, whoa, I'm so thankful for you. Like she's made me better, you know. So I was kind of a little emotional like when I put her to bed that night and I was like, oh. And then always, you know, on a day like that would be her birthday. It's kind of like a big event day. We like had a couple different things planned. We every year since she's one have taken her to um, like our favorite donut shop in town, which is like been in our city for ever. Like pretty much like if you're from my area, like you know this place. It's called Pals Donuts. So if you're from Tacoma, I would assume you know about it. Pretty much everybody knows about Pals. It's the best donuts ever. And so when she was one, we took her there. And so I've just made it a point to do that every single year. So we, it was different this year because obviously the pandemic has made things different. So we went and grabbed donuts in the morning and then we um, were going to go to a park and meet a, like um, a couple that's our friends and it was just really cold and rainy, like it just started pouring. And so we just went to our friend's apartment and we just had coffee and um, they had donuts. I, so also with my journey that I feel like I've shared, I've gone gluten and dairy free to try to help my PCOS. And so um, I do really good, you know, like dairy free has been the hardest, but I've been really, really good at it. Hardly ever, like I think, yeah like hardly ever do I go oh it's okay I'll have this besides butter that's the only dairy I've like kept in my life because I love popcorn and fake butter is not the same but that doesn't seem to affect me like milk has done in the past um and so I chose I decided <laughs> I've repeated this so many times I feel like um but I've decided to live like a 90 10 life when it comes to PCS right because I'm a human and I miss things like alfredo sauce or bread or ice cream or you know a croissant <laughs> so um 90 percent of the time I'm gonna be really good at it and then you know there's gonna be that 10 percent where you just eat what you want and then you pay for it later and that's fine you know I feel like if I prepare myself for it it's fine um so on her birthday I chose to let myself have a scone in the morning um and oh my gosh like you know some places make scones and they're kind of dry and you're kind of like oh why did I order a scone Telling you where I'm from, Pals Donuts. Not only do they have the best donuts, but this was the best scone I've ever had. And I also don't know if it's because I just haven't eaten anything like that. And I don't know how long. And so maybe it tasted extra good. But even my friends, I gave them a piece of it and they loved it. So I don't think I was being biased. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so we took her for donuts and we had coffee with our friend and then we left. Really short visit came home and then um, kind of got ready. Oh, in the morning, it was actually really sweet. So when Sawyer had woken up the night before, I had um, blown up a ton of balloons. Like we got like, I think I got two packs of like 15. So we had like 30 balloons. We blew them up, not like helium or anything, just regular old balloons. And I put them like out in front of her door. And then I put some like in the hallway and I put some um, all over the kitchen. So when she wakes up, she comes up the stairs and comes to our room, which is right off the kitchen. And so I, I don't believe I did this, but I, I had told myself, I was like, I'd really like to wake up before her, but she usually wakes up kind of early. So she usually wakes me up. 
I luckily woke up at like 7.45 and she got out of bed at like 7.50 and I like waited upstairs like at the top of our stairs and as she walked up I like tossed balloons at her and then my husband had woken up so we sang happy birthday and she of course was so excited but there's like balloons everywhere and they were big so she loved it and that was really sweet to start the morning so when we came back you know we um we just kind of got, got things ready. We did um, two separate small gatherings for our families just to kind of like make it easier um, so we weren't having something too big, but we still wanted to be able to like honor Sawyer. And so um, Luis's family, a couple of his siblings came over and gave Sawyer a gift. I had like a cake and a couple snacks and it was really fast. It was like two hours. They came, visited, said hello, saying happy birthday. They each all have children. And so um, she got to see a couple of her cousins, which she doesn't get to see very often right now. And so that was fun, but it was like quick, like in and out. It was perfect. She actually did get a little, she was in this dress I bought her. And I think that I thought I bought her the right size, but it seemed to like hurt her. So she didn't really like that. So we went and like put on this jammy dress, which was really funny. And so, but she was comfortable and she had fun. And then they left and then I was just like, okay, like let's try to put you down for a nap. And since she had had, like, so much sugar, I was like, she's not going to nap. Like, and it's her birthday. Why would she? You know, but I thought, let's give it a shot. Went down for a nap. Easy. She was so tired. She literally just, like, fell asleep right away. Nap for, like, three hours. My mom came over. My brother came over for dinner later. Um, and my mom had to go wake her up. Like, it was so funny. Like, I was like, wow, okay. And she was perfect with them. They bought her gifts. It was also something very small and quick and then we had dinner and cake and ice cream which I also yeah ice cream it was ice cream cake from Dairy Queen I don't know if you guys have ever had that delicious anyways gosh I'm just talking about food too much um (laughs) and so it just was it was just so nice because I fully prepared for like at least one or two meltdowns you know because whether it's like the type of toy she gets and she wants to play with or just the idea of like a commotion, which we don't really do a lot of commotions these days because of the year that we've been having. So I thought for sure like this is going to be overwhelming. But I think it was just like the energies aligned and she just like was great. And so I didn't question it. I said I was thankful for it. And it was like, putting her to bed then I was like oh my god like that happened so fast your birthday's over and you're three like now you're a three-year-old and it still just like made me emotional because I'm like god like three years like tell me I mean I'm sure if you whatever stage you're at with your child right like even I and I feel like I talked about this last episode, right? But before I ever had a kid, I would see people who had children, like, Facebook-wise. Like, I didn't really have any close – I was, like, the first one of a lot of my friends to have a baby. So, Facebook-wise, I would see people who would have babies, and they'd be like, oh, my God, it's already been three weeks, you know, after they came home from the hospital. Like, how did time fly? And I was always like, why are they so dramatic? <laughs> but now, obviously, after having my own child, I'm like, oh, my God, I get it. I totally get it. It's the weirdest thing ever that you see your child every day and they literally grow before your eyes. And I just like, I don't know how, like I was a baby once and my mom now sees me as a baby, you know, like it's just kind of like mind boggling. But then 
it like gets me thinking. I'm just like, wow. Okay. So like three years has gone by. And I remember when, when I was pregnant, I was like, oh yeah. Like when she's two, we'll start trying for another baby, you know? And then it was like two came super fast and I was like, whoa, I'm totally not ready for another baby. That's way too scary. How can I handle one? Like, how would I be able to handle two? (laughs) But then now that she's three, right? I'm like, oh man, like maybe she does need a sibling. Like it's kind of sad. Like she like sees like her cousins and things. And now a couple of her cousins have siblings. And so I think she sees this as like, oh, like they get to have friends that live with them. I'm like, she doesn't. And so like now it's like making me hyper aware. And so, you know, I mean, I definitely would like to have another one. It's scary. Just like I think having your first one, it must be, it's the unknown. It's unknown of how it'll be and what'll happen. I'm fully prepared for the second one to be insane eventually. But, um, you know, we're, we're going for it. We're trying, but it's seeming like it's taking longer maybe than, than they say. I guess it just seems like when, like, you know, what? when I'd had my baby and I had like talked about getting birth control with my doctor and stuff and he was like oh yeah like because I since I had PTOS before Sawyer and stuff they were like well after having a baby and being on birth control like your body's gonna like snap back like you're gonna be like more fertile than ever you know and I was just that scared me I was like oh my god okay then like give me that birth control and we're not gonna take it out until we're extremely ready and then now I've like had my birth control out since October And I'm into March when I'm recording this. So it's like, like what's going on? And my body is definitely not normal. Like I'm experiencing similar things that I did before. Um, Except for now, actually, I've had two normal periods. And so, which is new for me because before I never did. So to me, that seems like a sign. But I'm like debating when I should go see the doctor and be like what's going on you know I think half of it's like I just I don't want them to be like oh take this pill and this will get you you know like because I guess that's what was offered to me once before was like take this pill that's gonna drop all your eggs and so I I mean, obviously, I don't know until I go back to the doctor to see what he'll say, but I hope they run tests and try to do, but I just want to, like, do my due diligence before I go, like, cutting out dairy, cutting out gluten, you know, working out. I work out now at least four to five times a week, like, that's something, and I've been doing consistently for five weeks, and I'm, and I want to keep doing that, like, I want to make that my routine, and so it's, like, I'm hoping that knowing that I've like checked all my boxes for everything I can do at home will then be able to check all my boxes when I go to the doctor and say now what can you help me with you know and so I started like following some accounts on Instagram that are kind of about infertility and it's like there's a bigger community out there than I realized you know and I and I guess I never considered myself to be like oh I have fertility issues but I feel like maybe that's true, you know, and and I do think there's more people who go through that than we than I realize. And so maybe the more I listen and look and research and see what everyone else is going through too, then 
it won't seem so daunting, you know, because maybe, maybe part of it's like, I'm afraid to go to the doctor and hear what they'll say, or, you know, I don't know. It's another unknown thing that I think makes me nervous. Like, I don't know. But I do want Sawyer to have a sibling and we've talked about it. My husband and I, it's like, you know, if, if for some reason, um, there's a reason why we can't, um, we feel lucky we have one and that's would be fine, you know. Um, but I hope that, you know, I can figure out what's going on. So I'll keep kind of an update on that. But if you have any advice or if you have gone through something like this, let me know. I want to know. It's nice to hear that I'm not the only one or like it is sometimes fun to hear those stories of, you know, oh, they thought for sure. Everyone told them they couldn't. And then here they are with two children, you know, or maybe PCS is more common. Maybe you, you know about it or have it um, or things and tricks that's helped you. I'd love to hear about it. Um, yeah, tell me more. So please don't forget. I always want to hear from you. Let me know if there's anything else you want to hear from me. If you want updates on more things. If you want me to elaborate on anything else. Um, if you just want to say hi. Hey, I'm here. I'm here for it. Um, as always, you know, my email. It's thelionsnestpodcast.gmail.com And my Instagram is thelionsnestpodcast. Please stop by and say hello. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and thank you. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.